0: Hey, speaking of being way late, um, me because I wasn't here for the last episode. I know it was weird. No, <laughs> Brian had a. Yeah. So, what to did you think Ena. of that album? Uh, I actually did like it. Okay. So, uh, I had a lot to say about it. We c- this is the quick overview, but I- I'm kind of curious to see what you guys said because there's a few things I wanted to say about like the way it sounds. So. Well, let's
1: hear it. Hit us with it, real quick. Yeah, okay,
0: we'll include it in the next uh, episode. I like that, like that classic kind of production feel on the drums. They're they they had these like really cool, uh, like the way that they would write and arrange songs was really unique. I feel like like there was this part in the first song where it it goes to like this sort of like post rock, sort of like spooky guitar riff that sounds a lot like the. Uh, I-, I can't remember the name of the song. It's called like "In the House" or whatever, but it's the like main song that gets reused from the Twenty Eight Days Later soundtrack. Oh. I'll I'll link that in the chat later. But yeah,
1: we didn't touch on post rock. We mostly yeah, stuck to the vintage influences. Yeah, what those were yeah. your well, favorite too. tracks.
0: Uh, you know, I don't remember. I I just like purged it's that from long. my mind after you know I was yeah. like laying in bed trying to like fall like lose all light mm-hmm. just uh as you do with the migraine yeah
1: brian brian was upset you weren't there he wanted to uh set you straight on some of your previous takes
0: Ooh, okay babe that's why i, I faked an illness <laughs> and i was <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. what did he say what it was uh the that dog not the most egregious one was he like he you was not liking out.
2: minneapolis <laughs> <laughs> which i already knew
0: because he had emailed about that that's hilarious outrage yeah yeah Next time, Hell in a Cell rematch. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Definitely. Face it off.
3: Welcome to our podcast. If you're just joining us, it's a potluck episode. Cute theme (laughs) song. Zach wasn't here last week, so we we're just trying to catch up on it. He was giving us his bad
2: he still takes. still has opinions, even though he was absent one week. <laughs> yeah,
0: I always have opinions.
3: <laughs> Disallowed to have opinions.
0: <laughs> They're usually the wrong ones, but... um, I agree.
2: So do you have the num- the
0: random number generator pulled up?
3: I did not have it pulled up. I'm unprepared. Unprofessional. Just like our intros.
0: I've got a carbonated topo over here, so I might... You guys might hear that in the, the mic every now and then.
3: You guys ready to spin the wheel of death, death?
0: Death. Yeah, let's get it going.
3: Yeah. Okay. Ready? Here we go. Ooh. Make some cool noises. I wish I could share.
0: Patrick, <laughs> up with first. Right. Patrick, Patrick, we know C.
1: So the song that I picked is a song by. Big Bill Brunzi, who's like a blues guy from like the 30s, I think. He got um, mentioned on a... Uh, on this a- is an instrumental song. Um, and I, I I struggled with whether to pick this one or not because his voice is also really good. He's a really good singer. But I really, really like this instrumental tune. And so I'm going to pick it instead. The name of it, uh, I'm not 100% sure. The, on Spotify, it's called CC Writer um but then on youtube comments people are like this isn't cc rider this is uh like house rent stomp or uh like shuffle rag or there's like three different names floating around for this song but yeah it's just some guitar playing that i like a lot so i'm gonna send you guys the link <laughs> What'd you guys think?
2: He's very good at guitar.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's that's why I love that song. It's just like it's not like necessarily flashy playing, but it's like just so good. Just like really, really just like
2: It just feels like very like comfortable, like competent. Yeah. Like very skillful playing.
1: And that turnaround that it always comes back to like mm-hmm. doodle. Yeah. I-, I love that turnaround. <laughs> just like I could listen to that constantly. Every time it comes, it's just like a huge payoff for me. I love that. And I love how just how melodic the song is. It's very it's just really fun to listen to.
0: Yeah, I I like I don't know, everything about that really. This it's not like a like a genre that I'm like I go out and like seek to listen to all the time. I feel like I say that about a lot of stuff that we that you guys show me. Um <laughs> because as i said it i was like having a flashback to like every episode at once um Mm -hmm. but yeah the the blues is like something i i could like i've never heard a blue song that i've hated you know like it's something that i could always like just put on and enjoy but that's that's really cool especially like that's a that's a solo performance of just like him yeah you know keeping time with his guitar like I, I yeah, really enjoy it, it, those like percussive flourishes, like kind of behind the. That's kind of
1: that was one of the like things he was known for in his he playing. He's like kind of like heavy, like always yeah. kind of going in the background, and like I, I I like the way that sounds a lot too. Cool.
0: Yeah, it's cool. It's kind of like it, they're kind of like ghost notes, you mm. know, in, in a way. You know. Did he ever play with a band, or was
2: all of his stuff solo? Um,
1: he probably played with a band at some point. I'm sure he must have. Mm-hmm. Um, but
2: is there a lot of his recorded music out there? Or? um not so much
1: there's a fair bit of it yeah everything i've heard is basically him solo Mm -hmm. um but and there's a lot of different uh some of the stuff is like this more like kind of upbeat uh instrumental stuff some of it is like you know slow Mm -hmm. blues or gospel things and big bill brunzi is like my dad listens to a lot of blues so like we listened to a lot of blues growing up we didn't Mm -hmm. necessarily listen to a lot of big bill necessarily although it was like an artist i was somehow familiar with like i kind of started listening to him more recently because i listened to this other album james, so what you it, haven't said anything
0: yeah that's true i like james talk i liked it a
1: lot
3: you could tell he was really influenced by like john mayer or ralph macchio and crossroads
0: <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> no i liked it a lot i wish i could be that like comfortable sounding on the guitar it sounded mm. very effortless or something You yeah?
2: know. yeah effortless is a good way to put it
0: mm.
1: Good
3: pick. Is this
0: like the birth of uh, like Twinkle Daddies or whatever? Jangle Daddies, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's definitely. some
1: slight similarities there. Yeah, um, you know, like you know, everything getting back to everything. Yeah, ta- ta- yeah.
2: The only comments on that YouTube video are just one it's person the wrong song. <laughs> yeah, telling them it's <laughs> the wrong song, just correcting the person's titling of it, and then them just saying thanks and explaining why they made the mistake. Yeah, yeah, but,
1: yeah, but the, see, the, the YouTube video says CC writer, and on on Spotify it's this same recording says CC Rider, so so the record label thinks it's called CC Rider for some reason. But interesting, with a lot of these old recordings, you know, there might have been various names for the same song, and there's not necessarily one canonical name, or or for whatever reason, an error was made years and years ago, and it's just propagated. Yeah, our current the day.
3: record label um, like probably got it wrong, and they put it on Kazaa and exactly. it exactly misled yeah. millions of people. <laughs>
0: That's yeah. right
3: on Napster. I remember there's some like classic songs like. I still don't know who sings those songs, but they're like, I know them as like, I would find this song when I would search for butt rock bands on Kazaa back in the day, you know? Um, anyway, let's spin the wheel. Go ahead, Zach, What I interrupted
0: you. I was just going to say, especially trying to find any parody song, and they're all attributed to Weird Al, like back when you were pirating music.
3: Yeah. I remember this song called Blue Skin, and it would come up on every Mudvayne search, but the band is not Mudvayne. Hmm. Mm. couldn't tell you who they are either um anyway let's spin cool story thanks oh is that Man, okay it kills my ears every time i spin that thing okay
0: <laughs> you said it sounds cool though
3: it's cool i just wish i could turn it down just a hair
0: yeah so i realized i never decided between two songs that i was gonna choose so um the coin i'm gonna decide quick i'm gonna just flip a coin mentally and i'm gonna choose the one that whenever I alt-tab, pops up first. So, okay, here it is. So, this is a song I found, um, you know, when you're just like late night uh, on YouTube and you just look over in the sidebar and you're like, here's a random suggestion and it's got like just a few thousand views or something. That's how I found this. And I feel like it did that to a lot of people because now that I'm looking at it, it's got like 600,000 views. So, good for them. But it is a it's a band from Japan. They're from Tokyo. They're called Hento, and I'm actually glad that I looked up the YouTube video because it has the name in English. Because in Spotify, it's just like in kanji or it's like it's just in Japanese, so Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, But it's called Kanashimi Update, which in the subtitles of the song says "updating my sadness." So um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm I'm just gonna pop in a link. Um, But that's really all I know about it. I. I've only listened to a couple of songs by this band, but I've liked everything I've heard. But, you know, I chose them for, like, for Potluck just because it's legitimately a band. I've only heard a couple of songs, and, like, this gets stuck in my head all the time. Mm-hmm. Just like this particular guitar riff. What's the genre? That's that's a great idea, Actually, or a great question, because I'm, I'm not too sure. It's We're like, going to figure it out together. Yeah, it's just... You know, it just seems to be like a, v- a brand of like Tokyo kind of like rock, I guess. All right, um, Patrick, uh, count us down when everyone's ready. Yeah, okay right. we, we did it cool we did it
2: that was cool i liked it
1: why did you like it
2: hannah <laughs> uh it was catchy um i thought it was a good song the translation of it seemed dubious yeah not not perfect
0: <laughs> but um it it you know i don't it's interesting it, it actually defaults to that when you open yeah youtube right um, now, i mean obviously that's
2: nothing to do with them yeah um no, I liked it. It was just kind of fun. Uh, you know, it's more like smooth than a lot of the music that I listen to. But I liked it.
1: Yeah, so, it has kind of that smooth math rock vibe. Yeah, I guess like it, a math
2: um, rock type But there's thing. like
1: the certain math rock bands that have that kind of that go for that smoother sound
2: mm-hmm. than uh,
1: others. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this definitely has that.
2: But I like that in general, even if I don't listen to it to a lot yeah, of bands like that. For sure. Yeah.
0: I know there was I like thought a- they were good at it. There's like a big, kind of like Japanese jazz movement, mm-hmm. um, and I think like this like Japanese like math rock jazz inspired, you know, kind of came naturally out of that, which is which is cool to see like a thriving scene of that in Japan.
2: Yeah, so they're like a current band, I assume.
0: Yeah, this, making music now. The song came out in twenty fourteen. I I looked it up before uh, we got on here. It looks like they're still playing shows. Um, mm-hmm. They haven't put anything out in a couple of years, but okay um yeah they seem to be still doing it um yeah that that uh guitar tone and that like lead part it's that that's what's so catchy to me is like that that weird it's kind of like a bubbly sound you know Mm -hmm. um it's just so upbeat i don't i don't know why but that's sounds like that's talking almost yeah it's like a talk box yeah
3: patrick what did you think of it
1: i liked it catchy fun
2: the video like went with the song very well
0: yeah, definitely. Yeah, simple Just, like, video, bright colors, and uh-huh.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like a simple video yeah. like that.
1: Just them playing on a rooftop, mm-hmm. uh, dancing around
0: with the, they all the drummer. Wore their best outfits, exactly. <laughs> and they they traded them around. Mm-hmm. Music uh, video outfits. <laughs> um, it is interesting. Like, so the the bass player and the the drummer brothers. And there's there's a few bands that I've seen where, like, like Thrice is kind of, like, the bigger one, where, like, the bass player and drummer are brothers. And I always wonder, like, how that dynamic is. So, like, like they say that they're extremely locked in because they've, like, been, you know, they've done everything together, you know, as, as, mm-hmm. uh, as brothers. And so, like, they apparently, like, it, w- when it comes to, like, Thrice, the, you know, they talk about, like, when one of them writes a part, like, they know what the other one's going to do already. So... I just I, I like that about a band too. And I, I you know, you can definitely feel like they're locked in together, um, in that song, in the rhythm section. So
2: Yeah. I think they're locked in. I don't I feel like the brother thing is just kind of a
0: Yeah, that's a cute story. That's I don't know how like much the, truth there
2: really is to that, but
0: you know, like American Idol when they introduce, you know, like a new contestant and they have like the forty five second long thing of like, you know, he has a <laughs> he has a family, and then everyone starts crying. That's just that's just me doing that for this band. <laughs>
2: I'm sorry, i sorry, w- I didn't cry.
0: <laughs> I
2: didn't realize I was supposed to.
0: No, 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 no. It's okay.
2: No, they definitely felt it felt very tight, locked in. Yeah, yeah. Have they ever like toured in the U.S. or anything? Probably I not. I actually, I don't know.
0: Um, yeah, I. They should. I mean,
1: how, how, how popular is this even? band in Japan? Do you know?
0: I don't know. I mean, I I just seeing that many like views on that makes it mm-hmm. seem like they maybe are getting bigger. Um, yeah. So, Good yeah, news. I don't know. Like, may, maybe this maybe this video just like went viral years ago, but because like their their newer stuff isn't nearly as popular as this. Mm. You know, like a hundred thousand views and stuff. Mm. But um, are they
2: on Spotify? Because all the comments were just like complaining that they weren't, and then yeah, some were they, saying they were. So they are know.
0: now. They they definitely weren't when this. Came out because I used to just like have to look up this YouTube video to hear the song. So yeah, I got gotcha. you. I checked today and they're they're on there now. Okay.
2: Did you like it, James?
0: Yeah,
3: I did. I uh, like math rock, so I like those aspects of it. <laughs> if I was being honest, I thought I could have done without the like gimmicky guitar sound, the bubble talky thing, but I liked almost everything <laughs> everything else. You know, um, a lot. Uh, sorry, Zach. Of course, I had to feel that way. No.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, I understand.
3: But yeah, I thought it was cool. thought it was good, good video too, like, very doable video for a band that's limited on a budget or something, like, yeah, yeah. it, looked, yeah, it no, came yeah. out cool, you know?
2: Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a good, good way to do it.
3: Yep. Yeah.
0: Especially the drummer didn't have to bring his whole set, like, he had that little practice pad, <laughs> you know?
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he really made that snare sound good with that practice pad. Right. Um there was like a a lead part. I mean, the lead player was playing it. I mean, I don't know if it's a lead part, is repeating and stuff, but like, and maybe it's like in the pre-chorus or chorus. Like, I was just really catchy. A little palm-muted part he was playing up high. Yeah, on yeah. Neck. I really liked that. It's cool. Shall we spin again?
0: Let's spin again. Yeah, you know? it's
2: either me or you, James. I know. Yeah.
3: Head to head, Thunderdome. Here we go. Oh, it's gonna be me. It's what? It's gonna be May. Um, I need to look up how to pronounce this band's name. I've done it before, and I just want to double check. I think it's pronounced the Doe, the Do. It's like D and the O is like a. It, they're a they're a Finnish French indie pop band. Um, and the Everyone's song. Everyone's
0: really trying to be cool tonight. I know we're traveling the world today. Are we?
3: Um, this. The song is called The Wicked and the Blind, and I will send you all a link to it. I actually did not know it had a music video, so this is my first time watching the video for it.
0: It'll be an experience. It
3: will be. A new experience for all of us.
1: did it you don't listen to the uh fade out what's that we're not supposed to hear the fade out it's fine i don't think there's <laughs> anything else
3: um, <laughs> okay <laughs> it won't change our opinion. Right. no fade out Well, oh, i was already pushing the five minute mark limit or nah, whatever, it's okay so right, yeah, yeah, trying to be
2: respective
1: all right shall we spin again
2: that was really cool james
1: <laughs> yeah i liked it a lot actually um I like the drum sound. Yeah. It's a tight, uh, kind of somewhat vintage drum sound. Um, the song overall kind of reminded me of like Radiohead, like a Radiohead yeah, approach to see indie that. music. Yeah. Um, had that sort of like grandiosity, but sort of like a grooviness that mm-hmm. a lot of Radiohead songs have. Yeah um i kind of like i thought that the
2: like song kind of like progressed really well like because at the beginning i was thinking like oh like i really like how like natural this sounds like kind of the drums and everything which it stayed that way throughout but then like then towards the end there were like synthesizers and stuff so it kind of like got more like grandiose like very gradually throughout i felt like
3: Mm -hmm. which
0: i
2: thought was cool
3: a lot of uh different instrumentation on it Mm -hmm. Uh
0: yeah I just feel like if, if I would have heard this song, like, and you didn't show it to me, this is definitely like a song that I would think of you when I heard it. <laughs> wow,
3: Zach, that's very flattering. Yeah, like, it, it's
0: just missing, like, the low, detuned guitar sound. <laughs> like, and then it's just like a perfect James song. But, it,
3: yeah, it is heavy, right?
0: Yeah, it, yeah, it's like a heavy, dark pop kind of sound. You know? So,
3: what drew me to that song, song I feel I feel like it's got this very unsettling undertone to it. With, like, mm-hmm. the way they mixed in some flourishes and sampling or, or something. I'm assuming it's sampling and stuff um, that I just really like. And it's really catchy, too, at the same time. And got that, like, laid-back drum groove. It's mm-hmm. cool.
2: Is this a band, like, whose discography you're familiar with? Or do you just kind of know this song? Um,
3: Well... I've mentioned this many times on the podcast, but 2011 was that year where I just like decided to listen to everything I could find. And this was one Mm -hmm. of those bands that I found, like I just tried them blindly. Um, I probably saw it on Pitchfork or Consequence of Sound or something like that. And just thought it was an interesting record. The album's called Both Ways Open Jaws, but like not all the songs are like this. It's pretty different. Like all Mm -hmm. the songs are pretty different from each other. So some of them sound like sillier or just have, weird instrumentation like they just went nuts in a studio kind of deal
2: do you like the album
3: i do yeah i mean i don't know if it's like one of my all-time favorites or anything but i do remember just digging it a lot when i still go back to it and listen to it yeah so but this is like the highlight track for me off of it for sure yeah
2: it's a cool video too
3: yeah i mean they need to fire their cinematographer you know they can't get the lighting right <laughs>
2: <laughs> Struggling it with it in the whole
0: time. Overexposed
3: everything. Sorry, I couldn't help it.
0: Comedy. Yeah. Season like two,
3: Zach and I have changed roles. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you got the the bad jokes. I, I haven't had a chance to make a bad joke yet. Yeah, you're right. Um,
3: I'm uh, keeping, only good jokes here. I'm keeping up with the quota so about their discography they released another album after this i like that album too sorry hannah i didn't even answer your question but i've only listened to both ways open jaws and the album after this one i don't know of anything else they put out i don't know if they have put out other stuff or what
2: all right my turn
0: hold
3: on let me spin the the wheel
0: the real reason we're here
2: to hear my song we're spinning is it me it's you okay (laughs) So, my song, it's something that I just came across this week, and it's because last week we had Brian on, and he was, like, spouting off all kinds of, like, recommendations for us. <laughs> and one was this Who's band, <laughs> Anime. And, of course, I found the wrong Anime, but I like them. So, the one he was talking about is, like, a French band,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: this band that I found instead is from Philadelphia. <laughs>
0: Pretty close, um,
2: honestly. So I'm pretty close. Um. So the song is called So Long, and it's by Anime, which is actually, I think from what I can tell, just like the side project of Rachel Brown from the band Field Mouse, who I'm not like su- super familiar with, but, you know, I've heard them before.
3: They're good. You is like them, really James? Same? Yeah.
2: Yeah. They're kind of just like in the kind of like emo, you know, adjacent
3: if it's some tweet
2: world, hmm? some twee Yeah, so this I think so this is just from like a four-song, like ten-minute EP, and I think that's really like the only release, more or less. Um, but I like the whole release; it's like really, really cool. Um, and this is just the first track from it, so I don't think there's a video or anything. I'll just send it to you guys on Bandcamp, and it's a nice under three-minute song.
3: There better not be a fade out on this one.
2: Just I don't believe there's a fade out. <laughs> <laughs> The time for it on a 10 minute EP. (laughs) Cable is kinked.
3: (laughs) Uh Refined. What's that mean?
2: There's just a kink in it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Is there no sound coming out of it or what?
2: No, it's fine. It's just
3: trash
0: cables. No,
2: it's totally fine. Zach, how did you find something? That's why I go with. uh... (laughs) (laughs)
1: Anyway, I I like that song. Kind of remind me of like a Waxahachie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this
2: is, like, kind of, it's kind of, like, one of my, like, favorite genres, I guess. Like, to me, it kind of, you know, it almost has, like, a that dog feel in that it's, like, almost had, like, sounds like, you know, twee and, like, bubblegum pop at times. But it has, like, a harder edge to it, which is, like, you know, kind of exactly what I think of, like, that dog.
3: Hannah and I just need to start a a Tweet Pop podcast about just Tweet (laughs) Pop bands. Yeah. So, yeah, I I think this is
2: just, like, a good version of that um so yeah the whole ep is good the last track is really really good too i kind of just went back and forth about which one to pick and then the two middle songs are also very good but they're kind of like one minute not like interludes i mean they're real songs but they're you know only like a minute long so i wouldn't have picked them i'm gonna but buy the this, last track this EP. is like yeah i bought it on Bandcamp too like after i heard it one time i was <laughs> like oh, is that can i borrow two dollars
0: yeah you can borrow two dollars sweet venmo yeah. buddy
2: yeah um so another fun thing about this is that it was recorded by kyle pulle in philadelphia who is the bassist of like one of my other favorite philadelphia bands thin lips so mm-hmm. i thought that was cool just kind of part of that like tight-knit philadelphia music scene
0: i do want to know how you happened upon this band because when i looked up Anami i f- on Bandcamp, i found like three other like i found like a australian and a texas band oh
2: well i just clicked on the album art <laughs> that i liked the best I think, which was this one <laughs> okay
0: so you and could tell it was sweet pop and one. you were like yeah this is it
2: yeah i mean and i knew it wasn't like the one brian was talking about but I, okay yeah but i mean like you guys heard like that track one and like instantly drew me in so i was like well this is fine i'll listen to this instead i don't need Makes to sense. hear whatever it was he was recommending
3: <laughs> you know who they uh, remind me of a little bit as well as uh milk teeth is that the band mm. Y'all remember them? I think so. Yeah, we I've did, heard you mention. Made a lot of them. drama with them back in the day, and uh oh. hmm. just the overdriven guitars too. I mean, are heavenly mm-hmm. as well. Um, mm-hmm. Is it heavenly? What's the name of that band? Heavenly, be heavenly. Ed- adventures, adventures. That's right. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't know what you're. The, co- the Code Orange side project. Yes. Code Orange,
0: yeah. That
2: um, would be adventures yeah um so yeah this came out in 2015 i don't think there's like been anything since then i mean i think like you know field mouse is kind of the main project so i think this was just kind of like a side thing that you know she kind of made while she was like i think going through like some personal things and kind of whatever i mean there's not much info about it let's email they have like 500 likes on facebook i don't know how many listens they have on spotify
1: yeah there you go it was a good pick Thanks. Apparently, the word anomie or, or, or on on anomie. On- I think on- aname, anomy. I don't know how to. We don't know how to pronounce any things. of the band's <laughs> names. <laughs> that Right. It says lack of the usual social or ethical standards in an individual or group.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Hmm. That's us. Example sentence fragment: The theory that high-rise architecture leads to anomie in the residence. <laughs> Onami. I think it's supposed to be Onami. Onami. me. All right.
0: Well, what about me right? Right, guys?
3: All right. Well, I'm back. Hope you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> that's another potluck <laughs> in the books. Yeah, that was we'll pretty be... painless. It was, yeah. You know, you're supposed to pick another album now, too, Hannah
2: i know i thought of that 10 minutes before we started recording and so i was thinking like oh i'll just defer or just tell them i'll text them tomorrow but i actually thought i actually picked something what'd you pick so i picked the album steve mcqueen by the band prefab sprout
0: let's go interesting
3: patrick likes yep. this one
2: let's yeah, go patrick this.
3: all right steve McQueen. it's from the 80s prefab sprout Cool. Well, thanks for listening. Email us at clipclub at com. Hopefully by this time we've made some threads on Hi-Fi Guides about this podcast, I think.
2: Hopefully we've been banned by (laughs) Hi-Fi (laughs) Guides. Right.
3: Right. Um, You know, this is the Audio Files files Podcast or whatever. Also, we have shirts now, too. Oh, yeah, we do have shirts. uh, I need to get a shirt. You know, go cop one of those if you're if you say the word cop or something. Um, we appreciate it. We'll see you next week.